Alright, episode 4 of the Cuckoo's Nest podcast, uh, now available on iTunes. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, try to build up our listenership on this uh, Monday, 20th of June, as we uh, follow one of the better Game 7s uh, in NBA Finals history. I mean, for the most part, you don't get them often, but uh, you know the, the games usually are, it's not necessarily great games, but usually rock fights, low-scoring games. And you sort of got that to a certain extent uh, last night. And obviously, uh, LeBron was able to bring one to the land. So I guess that's where we'll start tonight with a uh, little Game 7 talk. So, uh, fellas, how are you? I'm excellent. Yeah, you know, all right. Not, not, not terrible. Well, I, I believe I'm a prognosticator on this uh, podcast now. Call uh, the great Lord po- Podcastus look down on me. And... Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, just, I'll, just I'll, I'll clap for you, Connor. Well done. You called it. Well, you, you want to know what, though? It, it was more so just the, the way that Le, it was LeBron and Kyrie against, against uh, St- Stephen Curry and Draymond Green. When you look at it, Game 7 always comes down to who's going to show up. Now, the only given... It, why, why are you excluding Klay Thompson in this? Well, because Draymond is the... He, he's the little engine that could with the Warriors. But I think Klay played, played better than Curry. Well, he did. He did. But... When when you're looking at it, there was two two guys for the for the Warriors, at least for me. Look, Curry and Draymond Green. Draymond Green showed up. Curry played good, not great. I don't even know if you can say good. He really wasn't. He made a couple of threes, but for the most part, he was dog shit. Yeah, no, I, I didn't think he played well at all. To be I, down the stretch, he was awful, and that that's when you saw it. I said on here the other day that if Kyrie Irving could outplay Curry, then Cavs are going to take think- it home. I don't know if, I mean, like, early fourth quarter, Curry was sitting, which was, like, the weird thing. Yeah, well, I, I think what happened there is that he wanted to get him a minute or two rest, and then he wanted to bring him back in, but Livingston was the guy who got fouled, and he was at the line, so he couldn't bring him back in unless he was taking out Thompson or one of the other guys, so he needed to wait till the next stop. Uh, I mean, he, he probably waited too long. I mean, Curry, down the stretch, Kyrie, Kyrie made the shots, LeBron made the plays, and uh, Curry just went ice cold. But you got you got to say though. I mean, when you look at it, you know you wanted the big Stephen Curry fans, you know, out there. They really wanted to root for him. But I mean, honestly, when you're going against scores like LeBron and Kyrie, it's just going to be too much. As a uh, is a certain hot take I saw from a uh, certain female uh, with uh, not too much knowledge of basketball. She's on the genius. genius. No, she's an expert for yeah, the next two uh, days. Yeah, sign her up. Uh, she can be the next Brian Windhorst. Keep her going. But. Uh, it's like the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight. Everyone knew boxing, and everyone was huge. Oh, yeah. Huge experts. But, I, I mean, really, what, you know, it, it was a great game, which is pretty much all you could ask for. And then Thank you, God, finally there was one yeah. good game. And, and, and you got the great sequence at the end. It was pretty much the, what's going to be known as the block. Then you got the shot by Kyrie. Then you kind of had the thing where, you know, LeBron goes up for basically the poster dunk and winds up falling, hurting his wrist, and then going to the line. Uh, that would have been interesting though if he clanks both of those and then they call yeah, a three uh, call a timeout three out of that set that would have been interesting but uh, and then yeah the defense the defense by Kevin Love of all people on Stephen Curry out on the perimeter uh, you know not allowing him to get yeah. a shot so I mean Kevin Love got a lot of shit this entire season and the postseason especially and he, he played well he he was an X factor for him last night on the boards yeah, last especially night he played well surprisingly. But I mean, how much money did Harrison Barnes lose in this series? Jesus Christ, he's going to be like the starting starting yeah. three on the Sixers next year now. <laughs> I mean, well, he was always the worst one on the floor when they had their their starting five. Right. Well, you know what? As long as the Knicks don't go out there and give him a ton of money, he can go. Hey, go the Knicks are getting zeros. 
Can no, I... don't get me started on D Rose. That'd be a terrible. I really don't want Rose. He's... I'm all for it. Why not? The Knicks suck anyways. Well, because then you either got to you got to take him on and with all the cap space that they have this off season. So it would be one guy that's a complete big risk into their entire cap space. It's only Plus... one season though. Take him on for a season and then he's gone. Yeah, but it's not like he's going to make you any better, really. He's not going to turn you but in no, from where I, they I were this year. I will actually watch the games, and as a fan, I would like to watch the games. I, I mean, what are, you, what are you going to get then? A 7 or the 8 seed at best? I mean, that's the worst spot that you want to be in. I, I see it as... I'm, Steve, not, I'm, not, I'm not expecting them. They're not going to win a title either way, but why not just put it, Steve, make their team a little Steve bit more... Francis 2.0. That's all it would be. And we all remember how the franchise... You're not right about that. I well, mean, I think I am. You're not going to get anything else from him. He isn't that player anymore, and you know he's going to get hurt. He's going to miss at least 30 games. Healthy, he can be dynamic. It's just a matter okay. of saying, oh. He's not the same player anymore. From every Bulls game I watch, he doesn't drive. He's Like, he was Russell yeah. Westbrook. When, now he just settles for threes the whole time, and he shoots him at, like, a 36% clip. He's so, not a good no if, they can, if they could find a way to unload, I would take him, like, a, in a package deal for... As long as they're not giving up anything, a first-round pick or anything, I'm fine with them. Are Calderon? I mean, they, they, they got to give up a pick. <laughs> they... they their only second assets. Round. I'm okay with second round. No, they don't have a second round pick until like 2022. Give it they away. Don't have any drafts until 20. <laughs> yeah, so. Give it away. I don't care. But, I mean, you know, as, as we discussed, you know, but Derrick Rose is just another name in the rumor mill that, uh, that that will be interesting. What what about LeBron now? I mean, I, I said on here on Friday, if they win, then he could leave. Now, after watching the game and seeing everything that happened, I don't think there's any chance that he actually leaves. But I what, can't see him leaving. What, what would you put the percentages at if he does leave? Where where would he go? Would he go to it's the Lakers, the Clippers, the Heat? I I would just say I'd leave it at maybe a five to ten percent chance he leaves, and that still might be high. It's not even the fact, worth speculating. Yeah, the fact that he just won the way he did, I I don't I don't see it. Okay, what what about Kevin Love? That is that is a better question. I don't I know. I think Love will be gone. I think it's fifty fifty more so. I but, think Love played his way to stay on the team. Well, you know what? the thing about There's Love. There's so much said about him. I don't like every time you hear something about him not fitting in with the team and not doing all that. He goes somewhere else. He's a star again. I mean, he stays here. He has a chance to. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Him and Kyrie are boys, though. Well, well, I'll say this about Love. Uncle Drew commercials together. You can't explain to me why Love, for maybe the first time in his Cleveland career, not to say he wasn't showing effort in the past, but he was he was a great rebounder in, in Minnesota, and then he goes to, and his rebounding numbers, you know, plummeted once he went to Cleveland. Then last night he was a madman on the boards, and no. to me that comes down to effort. So you know you don't need to get the touches to you know so I feel like I think it's, I think it's more so positioning if like uh, granted defensive yeah it's probably just for effort but on offensive if, if he's standing out of the three point line he's not getting offensive rebounds he's not getting the chance yeah it's fair but he was crushing it. I mean it was the defensive boards last night for the most part and it, to me it's just no yeah it was he was it's that's you know, definitely effort to yeah, me that's effort. to me that's that's effort and that reflects poorly on him I mean yeah. you know you Kevin loved the Boston he's pretty. Well connected, they have plenty of pieces to make a deal happen. If they but what's to. what's the incentive for the Cavs to move him over to to Boston? I mean, okay, if they you want get, if you get Jay Crowder, maybe as the centerpiece. Nah, I, I don't, he, he I don't think, in. I don't think they'd be getting back. I think it would be a three team trade where they'd be getting somebody from somewhere else, and the Boston pieces would be going okay. elsewhere. Yeah, I Boston's just looking to improve. They're they're close, but not there yet. Because if you're Boston, you don't give up Jay Crowder, and because Crowder's the glue of that team. I don't think you like, win a championship and give up one of your big three. I, look, I agree with you. I, I think they, yeah. look. I mean, no, this whole playoffs are at least I mean, definitely the finals. He wasn't even thought of as a member of, the, of a big three. I mean, look. If yeah, they, but if they lost, I'm 100 percent saying he's out. But they won, so like you're going to tell me, so like, thank God. You know, so you've seen hypotheticals with you know Kevin Love and Melo three team trades where Melo would want to. Yeah, so the Melo uh, three team uh, deals with Kevin Love and all that, and it, it, it is moot because Melo's not going to be going. 
uh, approving a trade to Cleveland. But, you know, you can't say that Melo would be a better fit in Cleveland right now than Kevin Love is. If anything, you see all the chemistry issues in New York. So it, I just don't think that Cleveland would go out there and make a deal if, uh, you know, unless it was really for another superstar that they thought could seamlessly fit in or one of LeBron's friends, which, you know, that, which that Melo was... is. You can see Wade... See, that's the thing. I, I'm not sure if uh, Wade's another guy. I, I don't. Well, he's so like he is Miami. So to the point where yeah, I, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. But you look at it now, Wade. and there's no guarantee Chris Bosh ever plays again. Now, now there's potential that they can go bring in Durant. Now I, I think he's going back to the Thunder for one more year. But one he, year, one he, year. He's but then again, you know, let, let's see what happens this year. The, the Heat's really only uh, big big option is to bring back Whiteside then. And hope that Bosch can return because if not, then the Heat really aren't that attractive as a as an Eastern Conference uh, contender. Really, I mean, Justice Winslow is going to get better. Wade's They'll only still keep older. making the playoffs. Oh but... yeah, 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 def- definitely. But in terms of competing with LeBron and the Cavs, they're not really I don't, an option. He, I don't think Heat fans would be upset. Wade's brought them how many three championships? Three, three championships. Been yeah. the five. I don't think they'd be that upset. I don't know if it's, I. I just don't think he will leave. I mean, that's just yeah. We'll see. I guess we'll find well, out. You know what's going to happen is he's going to stay in Cleveland. He's going to do the one-year deal anyway because it only makes sense money-wise with the revenue and everything going up. And you're going to have the same conversation next year about yeah, whether he stays or goes. I, I mean, I, I think the thing with LeBron is that he's going to continue to hold Cleveland or if he somehow leaves, whoever they are, he's going to hold them hostage the rest of his career, just keep signing one-year deals with opt-outs because yeah. he can just get the max every single year after that. It's not like he's not going to become a max player within like the next 5 years. So he's just going to keep going with the revenue and then he'll cash in eventually when he needs to. Yeah, so Must be nice. Yeah, so I mean, so you know, we hammered home a lot of the NBA points last time, so uh we won't get delve too far into the uh NBA offseason. There'll be some topics I guess as the summer goes on. I do but, want to uh, say it bothered ahead. me quite a bit just the amount of crying we saw on TV yesterday with that game just yeah, really I, that bothers you? I so know. emotional. I, I, I understand it for some. Like, like LeBron, obviously, it's been you know an emotional roller coaster for him with Cleveland. It's most of it's on him. So obviously, he had a huge burden. He put the huge burden on himself, but he came through. I understand his emotions. A guy like J.R. Smith going absolutely ape shit. You know, saying he was in a dark place and how you know how without the his parents and everybody else and all the people around him pulling him out that he doesn't know if he'd be here. I mean, come on, Jr. It's a little overdramatic. <laughs> yeah, watch Jr. cry. I actually, I never thought that man would cry. I was a little disappointed. And, you know what? I mean, as far as that, I mean, I guess it maybe was a little over the top, but. I mean, hey, these guys accomplished something. I don't really care. It doesn't really affect Dude, me. Dude, Cleveland's never won a championship. I mean, say what you want, but I was very impressed with but the that, way I mean, that honestly, though, that's more so for the fans. I mean, I don't really think the players, are, they're not really yeah. connected to the city. No, you make a good point there. You most make of these good guys point. have no connection to the city at all. Well, most most, most of these guys haven't been there for more than a couple of years. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it was no, more so. has anything to do with it is LeBron. I think I think it was it was just an inexperienced team that didn't really you know they never won anything so that's why you know you kind of saw that reaction. Well, look, look up and down the team too. They most of them had barely made the playoffs. Kevin Love had never played a playoff game before coming to the Cavs. Kyrie, you know, it was in his was young, sh- young, young career with the Cavs they were awful. I mean, Jr. has been on bad teams the majority of his career. Well, that's because well now he's not he's in uh, Cleveland. There's nothing to do in Cleveland, so he's I mean it's not like New Baseball. York where he can go out. Hey, he's often out. There. All right, so Richard so Richard Jefferson thing is something with him and his career like that. That's go going out on top. That's pretty cool. I, I mean, mean, he played amazing the whole playoff. 
so the so the Cavs stopped off in Vegas last night on their way home. Who do you think had a better celebration last night? The Cleveland Cavaliers in Vegas or Dustin Johnson with whatever the hell he did with that uh, smoke show uh, cum dumpster of his uh, wife? Well, I mean, that's the thing is everybody's going nuts about the, the video where she's kind of like, she pulls down her skirt, so there's not too revealing. I mean, you can see she's got a pretty nice uh, dumper on her, but at the same time, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, that old mushy, cushy, tushy goes right by, and then it's like, holy shit, what the hell is this piece of cake, you know? So, uh, they zoomed in on his ass, not her ass. That, like, come on. That's what I'm, I mean, it's big enough, I think, took up the whole fucking screen. So, uh, yeah, so, of course, uh, congrats to Dustin Johnson who won in the U.S. Open. Uh, now, now, there was obviously some controversy there with the with the scoring, and, and it all worked out. But, I mean, that's just an awful job out of the USGA with the – how can you cite a rules violation and not make a decision on it until after the game? Like, I saw people joking around on Twitter after the Clay Thompson one where they were going to review it for two points or three points. It would have been the equivalent of saying – all right, we're not going to wait till the next we'll whistle yeah. to review it. We're going to wait till after the game. So, I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Well, only because it, it changes the complete strategy behind how you're playing and how the other people are playing. So it changes the whole yes. dynamic of it. Now, whether it should have, I don't know golf well enough to know if that should have been a penalty or not. It's and it's it's irrelevant because he won anyway. So it's not worth diving into. But uh, it, it definitely was strange how how that whole situation yeah, was handled. That's right. Penalties not for me. The classic way of golfing, at least, you know, when I play, when me and Berta play, you call out your cheating, anything goes. <laughs> Just make sure that we know you are before it happens, and hey, do whatever you want. See, for whatever so you allow cheating to happen? Yeah, as long as you yell cheating before. It's <laughs> That's like pool. That's like you play pool, but they actually call it, but you get to do whatever you want, kind of. You just gotta let us know what you're doing, and we're not we appreciate the fact that, you know, you acknowledge it. No, we we live in a cheating culture though. You, you got to think about it. Like it's, we talk about stigmas, and there's a stigma with cheating, but literally everybody does it. Like it's all different forms of it. Obviously, you could be cheating on on your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You Swaggy Pete. Exactly. Now that marriage is over. Uh, yeah. You, you could be cheating on a test. You'd be cheating on the golf course, sports, whatever. You beat Tim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he's basically hit the trifecta with that. My di- my degree is a sham, and yeah, I am a n- notorious cheater. So, I mean, there's a stigma with cheating, but I think that if we start openly acknowledging if you're cheating like that, then it's more acceptable. Well, it's, it's the disguise around the cheating that you're going behind somebody's back that people get all offended about. How do you think Bryce Harper would be received today if he just kept putting, like, didn't pes- test positive for anything, but just, like, openly put up, like, pictures of his locker, which ate with, you know, just steroids and HGH or whatever the hell he's taking that's illegal. And, I mean, could he get suspended for that, for just... Openly putting up pictures, possessing of stuff. the stuff, and yeah. I, I don't, the league will. Actually, I don't know. You think they just swipe it on the rug? It's Bryce Harper. No, no, because there'd be a suspension. You, you can't nowadays with Deadspin and everybody else and TMZ or even just the Twitter universe. Somebody would snap a pic of it, and it would be a huge story. I mean, what you would get is just a backlash of him saying, "Make make baseball great again," you know, well, <laughs> or "Make baseball fun again." They don't want to confuse him and the him how and do Donald. You, how do you think the How do you think the public would receive it though? Just Harper's like, you know, putting. Putting PED picks up, and you know, maybe not, maybe not. Hit. I mean, if you want to put somebody uh, a picture of somebody sticking a needle in his ass, I mean, <laughs> that would be excellent. That would probably be one of the more liked pictures on Instagram. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it kind of goes along with the guys who kind of come out and admit that they're cheating, and in a way, everybody's just kind of like, okay, yeah, I can kind of understand that. Like, this is a good guy. He admitted it. He admitted his he admitted mistakes. It. It's a redemption That's story. Way faster. They kind of just like brush it. They're like, ah, I forget about it, but it still happens. You yeah, don't know. Apologize. It happened. Let's move well, on. Well, I mean, we, it's the big we, poppy way of doing it. 
Right. Yeah. So, except the part I don't Bob like. Bob doing is like denying it forever and attacking anyone that well, comes no, after well, But but the thing is, Poppy did admit it when it first happened. He said, you know, well, he admits to testing positive and for something he doesn't know what that was on the banned substance list. So it could have been, you know, he opens it up to where it could have been anything. And now he says, but for now, sure. but but now he's going to the point where I never did anything. It was false. How dare small, you so. accuse me of doing? But something it, like but it's like all right. So so like Tim, you had the your degree's a sham because you you cheated on a test. But you want to know what? You got the you got the bad gravy. You still got your degree. I mean, you, you were in a situation where you could have been completely fucked, but you admitted it. Not really. You should have had even more of a defense. But you know, technically, you admitted it in writing, and you got off the hook basically. Yeah, I think I could have actually ended up winning that, but I was caught pretty much with my hand in the cookie jar, so you kind of don't really have an argument, and if you just kind of just, as long as your person, like the, my professor liked me, but if the person likes you, I think you have a better chance. Hey, well, it all worked out for you. But so you want to know what? I mean, nobody liked yeah. A-Rod, and yeah, he missed a year's salary, but as far as I know, he's still making $27 million this year, so I, I guess it kind of worked out. But, well, right? fans don't like A-Rod. What? No, it's not Excuse true. Me? I love- we, we love that. I love that. You guys him. We see him as as a hero. God, you guys see him as Al and strictly Al. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've always I've always stood by Al. I've never I backed out. I've called out an like an A Rod home run, and I just Al had a home run. <laughs> no one knows what I'm talking. About. I I honestly feel like I know him on a personal basis at this point because <laughs> the way like especially now we see the 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 fatherhood side of him. Yeah, I love his Instagram. How great of a guy he is through Twitter and stuff. All right, now he there. obviously has a great PR person working for him now. Do you think it, for, it, shit. exactly? It, it has to be some kind of broad. How how often do you think he's stuffing her? Oh, at least twice a week. At least twice a week. Twice every night. Come on, he's, now. He likes yeah, to diversify. Twice a day with him, and then she's got the Google broad or whatever that goes. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. The other I, nights, I don't know. but he does hookers uh, twice a week, to, uh, two at a time. That's he's notorious that's for just, that. Yeah, that's just. I mean, it, sure. it, Al Al needs to be sterile by now too. So he's just fucking dumping loads in there left and right. Doesn't really care. I mean, no like, consequences. Exactly, like Dustin Johnson, he's gonna have a kid in March. Like we we know that now. Like it's it, that's gonna be a given after last night. But like Al right now, he's going out there. You know, the room as you mentioned, rumors stuffing broads two at a time, hookers before who was it? Cameron Diaz was uh, yeah, coming like, up. She would. They would leave. And the Madonna then, thing I didn't yeah, understand. and and they would come, and then his his actual girlfriend at the time would come would come right up, and it was, there was a story over the weekend about uh, Bill Clinton, uh, and it was you know go, going back to the uh, Monica Lewinsky scandal, and there was some broad I guess she's dead now or something, yeah, but uh, she, yeah I guess, but she was like some ex vice president's daughter or something, and Bill Clinton was stuffing her in the Oval Office, and then like Monica Lewinsky showed up one day and goes up to like the uh, uh, Secret Service like detail or whatever, and says you know, and they're like. Uh, Bill's with an appointment right now. You're gonna have to wait. And she's like, "What do you mean? What are you gonna go wait?" Well, it's Bill's Bill's not done fucking uh, the broad upstairs. You're gonna have to wait. And, she, and then like she was completely insulted that he was actually you know going after something else, which just he makes you wonder. I mean, who do you think filled more hole in the Oval Office, Bill Clinton or JFK? Tough question. question. Tough question, right? I'm, I'm gonna go. I with think Bar- JFK though. He was a better looking dude. Much better. I, I'm gonna go with the wild card here, and I'm gonna say Barack Obama. There are rumors out there that he is the he is the modern day JFK. Like this guy is just filling hole left and right, and that the whole marriage is a sham. And then you know, right after he's sure this would have been discovered already. Well, I mean, he he is POTUS. He can sweep a lot under the rug. Oh, he can. Oh, that's true. I won't disagree with that. Well, who was the who was the chick that uh, Woody Harrelson was banging in uh, True Detective season one? That that was one of the. Broads. Oh yeah, yeah he, apparently Obama fucked her. 
No way, she has huge tits. Very yeah, sexy. Yeah, yeah apparently Obama, he was like infatuated with her. I mean, I can look it up. Yeah, it, it, try to get her name on that. But yeah, I mean... Good. Uh, re- retirement Obama is going to be crazy. Like, he's still going to be a star. Like, when we were at Belmont last year and we saw Clinton, like, he still had that star power. I'm sure every president does. But, like, when you think about it now, like, a guy like Bush compared to a guy like Clinton, Clinton has more star power, you know? And uh, a guy like Obama, he's right up there on the Clinton level, I feel like. When he's when he's out of the office in retirement, that well, guy's going to be a star. Wasn't the rumor for a while that... Uh, that oh, that they've already agreed to a uh, to a divorce and that uh, Michelle's gonna get the kids and uh, Obama's gonna move out to Hawaii uh, and just have a nice little bachelor pad out there with all of his broads. That'd be something. That that'd be That's some way to retire. For him. Right, right when he's done with being president, or yeah, like right after. Like the Secret Service is gonna drive him to Donald's inauguration and then he's on his own after. Is it Michelle Monahan the one that he's been banging? No, Me? I think it's Alex Dario. Or no, no, who are you talking about? Barack? I'm not listening. Yeah, the one with Brooks all over. Yeah, no, so. whoever Tim said, I think that sounds that sounds right. Uh, yeah, Alex Daddario or whatever. Yeah, 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 I believe. Oh that's shit, the one. she was in It's Always Sunny one episode. Yeah, she was. She was the rich girl that um, Charlie was with or whatever. Well, pump, pump yeah, it into Charlie the Google. Was, pump it into the Google or somebody and and find Google, out if there's a, if you can if you can find any link there. Just because Barack banging yeah. her is that real? Yeah, just type in her thing? name and Barack Obama or something, and something should pop up. But yeah. yeah, I'll check it out. See what happens. I mean, uh, oh, oh. yeah, there, there's no search results. He swept it under the rug already. Ah, uh, yeah. So fucking NSA, man. So so Obama exactly. is basically hitting, hitting the home stretch of his presidency, right? And there's something coming out in a couple of days. It's him and Jeter having a sit down talking about retirement. You know, they they give the little uh, teaser trailer about him te- uh, going at Jeter, saying how he was old. You know, all this he needed to retire, but you know, they're still young men. So who do you think going forward is going to stuff more broads, Obama or Jeter? Because Jeter's obviously getting married in the next couple weeks. Now, here's the thing. I think the whole persona that Derek Jeter was able to build and give off during his career was completely – I think he's a fraud. I, I really don't think there's any other way to put it. Now, like he went out and banged all these chicks and, and all this, and people got that, and he kind of got away with it because he was Derek Jeter, and everybody was like, yeah, whatever, it's Derek Jeter. You know, that's what he does. But from all the stories I've heard from people who have ran into him is that he's just a complete douche. Like, he's like a bougie, like, pompous asshole, which, uh, honestly... I believe it. Which, which, but, so, like, the, the, where he's been portrayed in the, in the media where, would make you think he's gonna be a faithful husband, you know, settle down, have a family with assault family values and all that shit. But, yeah. uh, on the other side, I mean, what makes you think that he's gonna stop, I mean, Hannah Davis is how much younger than he is, you know, and... There's going to be another Hannah Davis coming right around. There's plenty of them out there, and I just don't think he's going to stop that. But I mean, hey, we'll see. Look, look at the look at the Yankee Clipper. I mean, he didn't stop with uh, Marilyn Monroe. You know, they they ended up splitting, and then he was probably stuffing hole till he died. Yeah. So we're gonna just live in the DiMaggio life. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's very it, likely it's going to happen. I I can see the comp there. Now, obviously, DiMaggio was more. He he wasn't as uh, as media savvy. Not that he needed to back in the day. I mean, he yeah, wasn't, wasn't 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 necessary back then. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he didn't. I don't think he had the squeaky clean reputation that Jeter had. But that also comes with yeah. one year. Dimaggio was at least towards the end of his career. He was even seen as more of like a dick. Than yeah, Jeter exactly. Was, yeah. Like dealing with people. So it's not the perfect comp. But yeah, no, I'm telling you, I think Obama's going to be stuffing more broads than Jeter over the next like. If that divorce thing happens, years. I think it's guaranteed. All right. Well, so, so kind of segue in here, but so 
it kind of leads into this. So Barack Obama's an African-American male, right? I mean, I think we'd all agree with that. Unless you think he's something else. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Alien, who the hell knows. Unless he's associating. Yeah, we'll go with African-American. Is he associating with African-American or is he African-American? See, that's I, he definitely associates with African-American. Whether he is or not, no, I don't he, know. He, he, yeah, he definitely associates. So go with that. So, you know, just kind of bring up a broader issue here. And just looking at the grand scheme of things. So, all the, you know, the, the five of us... There's five, no, four, four of us are. Uh, there five of us? Learn yeah. to count. Well, we always got Christ with us. Well, I was I was including JC. So, uh, <laughs> so the five of us, the five, the, the five of us, JC included, all identify as uh, white males. Although, actually, I'm not sure about JC uh, as much. You know, it turns out that he actually definitely not a white. look at my skin color. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's pretty close to Enzo in skin color. You can identify with whatever you want nowadays. It doesn't even matter. All right. Well, regardless, we're getting off. But uh, proud Asian American woman. Right. So, so we're white males here, and I would say, you know, like a white male, you can pretty for the most part, you go with a white with a white female. You know, when you when you get in a relationship of any kind. Now, white males can kind of go all over the place. I mean, you'll see some guys, you know, do whatever. Privilege. Right. You got the. That's what I was saying last time. Being white. If you look at it just from a black and white issue, so you got the African American male who, for the most, they could. Any African American female they could have, but and then some of them they go for the, you know, Latino. They they go a little Latino, but but a lot of white chicks, and usually it's more of a heavy set gal, to be honest with you. But, Gotta be a heavy set gal. But you know, you look at the African American women in the whole relationship uh, grand scheme of things, and for the most part, they're pretty limited to African American men. I mean, occasionally you'll get a white, you know, a white guy who's uh, who will go after. But I'd say if you looked at, I don't know what the percentages are, but I would say for the most part. African American. Yeah, pull up the uh, percentages for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 Mons, hey, Mons, get us, get us the uh, African American to African American uh, marriage percentages. But so I, I read an article earlier today. It's about some chick who was on the, uh, I guess she was on the Bachelor or whatever, some black chick, and I guess she was just kind of getting into it about how uh, African American females are actually pretty successful overall, which I, I guess I don't know. But uh, hey, you got the first lady as one of them. That's true. I mean, she's a strong black, independent black woman. Uh, Miss America, some black Miss America, there you go. So, I mean, should she win? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not here to judge that, but... So, so when looking at it, do you think that... It, I mean, what do you think is the reason behind this? I mean, there's some good-looking black girls, I guess. Well, I, that's that's the issue right there, because... That's there's, the thing, there's, I guess. There's, there's, the, there's the stigma. <laughs> there, we're, we're always talking about stigmas. For whatever reason, a white guy and a black girl, There's it just doesn't happen. I mean... You feel out. Of, you basically feel out of line. That's not part of the mating process. They're they're eliminated. Yeah. So, see. I mean, honestly, I just don't think that many of them are are quite as attractive as as white girls. And when there's a tiebreaker in that scenario, more often than not, I'm going to go for the white girl. You know, if you if you have them on an equal playing field. But yeah, uh, I mean, just you know, what are you guys thoughts on the African American female in the in the dating pool? Well, just looking up on uh, blackdemographics.com, I, I just have realized that um, it's more than two to one that a black man will marry a white girl and a black woman will marry a white male. Right, but, but you know, the percentages behind it, like the, a black male is about five to six times more likely to wind up in jail than a white male. That's a fact. And, uh, but they have big cocks. Well, they do. Huge, ginormous. That's the reason, Tim? But black females... I, I, I think so. I think. I don't I think, think they're women... bigger than you, though, right? I mean, dude... Are, I mean, no, are we, no, they definitely are, dude. Are, are you, you trying look, to like, c- a map of like biggest cock sizes? The Congo is—it's a dark. Yeah, but I mean, are, are, right. are, are we trying to oh, connect the 
the dating pool to the crime rate here, saying that basically anybody with a big dick gets uh, gets arrested here. Well, no, I'm saying that twice as likely to get arrested. There's a correlation. There's a definitely a positive correlation. I, I think that there's more single black women out there because they they can't because you know say the attorneys and the doctors and all that and they can't seem to find a a black male is on par with them because there's maybe you know one high level successful black man to every you know ten. Uh, successful black women. And, and their dating pool is pretty limited. I think this is a societal issue that we need to dive into. Okay. So well, name... borderline racism, but, you know, go name, ahead. It's not racist. It's backed up by... their statistics. I'm not okay. taking over race Statistics, Tim, yeah, it's not... Na- n- name me your, your Mount Rushmore of uh, black females right now. In the, in the entire Obama. world. Okay, what are we talking about? Just like... Harry Tubman. Tubman's up there. No, they gotta be oh, living. Living, living. Let's, active, let's, active. active. All right. All, active. Serena. Oh, oh, above ground, not not. All right, so you got Serena, Michelle what? Obama. What about Beyonce? You could put her in there. Sure. Okay. Beyonce. And Beyonce. like, I, I, like, what are they? I don't, I don't know. Let's let's just. I don't, I don't know many many CEOs. There's probably some black. That, that's that, that's my other point. They're they're not they're not as much out there. You don't visually see this. If, yeah, if you're hiding them, they don't it, want no, no, that's I'm, not the face my, of my company. My point is, is that if you saw the most prominent black females out there and in the public eye that are out there dating white men, you would probably see it more frequently in society. But when you look at that, obviously Michelle Obama's with, with Barack, black man. Beyonce's with Jay-Z, black man. Serena, who knows? Is she married? I don't know. I think she's. I think she nah, was dating she's not a white guy. Married, but she's, she was she dating a white guy. Was she? Well, well if I that's the so, case, so. they, they weren't really in the public eye. So I, I you think... You guys that, don't follow tennis. I follow tennis on the court. I'm not... TMZing tennis, I'll let you know that. True, but uh, I I think that it has to do with the public eye and the media and all that. It, you know, you go on social media, how many pictures of black women and white men are you seeing? Not not many. You can go on there right now. You'll search. You, you see from the U.S. Open yesterday, Dustin Johnson and Paulina Gretzky. Okay, white on white. That's that's probably the norm, as you said. You you go out there, you search Barack Obama. It's with Michelle Obama, black black. I mean, there's just a match there. I, I would be curious to see how uh, everything would have changed if Barack Obama had a had a white wife. You know, just because he got elected. Well, <laughs> you know, you might be right there, but, but uh, you know, just in terms Jesus. of mixed, and that's the truth. It's becoming more commonplace. Don't get me wrong, but you know, in terms of more old school people, when it comes to uh, a mixed marriage, well, you know, it's, it's not kinda... like it's cats and dogs, baby. I mean, it's dog, <laughs> you know, it's they're on a level playing field here. Don't want to more be kissing less. back and cold. <laughs> more or less. <laughs> you want to elaborate on that, Tim? No, I, that was more so just a jab at Joey and his white privilege thing from last time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm, you know, there's definitely a white privilege when it comes to the dating pool. I'll give you that. But I don't think it means that, as we discussed last time, that we should be giving back in jobs. I, I really don't. <laughs> I got to agree with you. You don't. Well, I mean, well, it's it's trying, that's the whole late. thing you learn about going to school is that, eh. Maybe your job situation is not as good as you might think. Now, I, I don't want to, you know, like, you know, Donald over the weekend said that he was, uh, that we may need to start actually profiling. Now, I don't know if that means racially or through gender or anything like that. I'm not saying we need to do that. I'm just bringing up a broader issue. That's... Like profiling, does he say everybody needs, like, a Facebook or a LinkedIn? You know, we got to get everybody on profile? Or... No, I, I think he wants to bring it back to, like, World War II where pretty much Asian, any Asian American was put into an internment camp. And... It might be. I think people like me are at the most danger just because I make appear with my darker skin color just is this guy uh middle eastern is it is he something like that hey if i'm with you and this happens i'm calling in a bomb threat 
Yeah, see, look at this. Now, do you, do you, I'm the one that's at real risk here. Do, do you think that Trump's, uh, one of his uh, plans to create jobs is internment camps? I mean, No, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm not, no, I'm not saying you I'm for it. that happened already. It was called <laughs> putting the Japanese in America. All right, all right. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I'm for it. I'm just asking, do you think that's part of his plan? I mean, would you no. be shocked? Would you be shocked if he <laughs> tweeted something out like that one of these days, or at the? I don't think at, Trump is that. Like Trump is not that stupid. He's oh, he, he just mentioned things. profiling. Be surprised yeah, if like, tournament no, that's, that's more so. Play. You see someone flagging it. It's like they're going to be. They already can look at all of our emails, all of our group messages. Now they're actually going to be able to like use that information. I guess. You think if he doesn't get elected, he just walks into the White House and Captain Phillips is it? And, Oh, so, I'm the president now. <laughs> yeah, so that's like with you guys and your cab driver from out in Minnesota. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So, uh, so yeah, so over when we left off last, uh, you know, the uh, Yankees were in town this weekend and uh, playing the terrible Minnesota Twins, and they pretty much did what they're supposed to. Unlike uh, the Mets when it came to the Braves this weekend back home. But, I don't want to uh, talk about that. But but yeah, so you know, we went to the game Friday and uh, went to that, and then wound up going to a uh, a nice bar afterwards, and. Uh, before we get into the, uh, the, the our little Captain Phillips story, uh, so so we're sitting, you know, we're just standing in the bar, and I think just being from New York, as we kind of talked about before the podcast, is just something that seems to be more attractive, especially in the Midwest. I guess people just you guys are wearing Yankee apparel, obviously. Well, I mean, it's yeah. it's right it's right next to the stadium, so it's it's a lot different than an actual you know nightclub bar scene where there's a lot of people wearing you know their John Rouch or their Jamie Carroll jerseys and stuff like that. In there, which, by the way, the most obscure little uh, apparel you'll see is in Minnesota. All their little niche players, everybody's represented there. You'll see Juan Rivera, you know, like uh, Jamie Carroll, John Rauch, like all all these people. I love love hearing that John Rauch is still pitching. Big fan. Well, I don't think he's still pitching. No, no, these are just people representing them at the stadium. Like, they're wearing wearing their shirts. They're still into... Jock Jones, Nick. Yeah, I saw, I saw Jock Jones. They love him. Nick, Nick Punto, you know, so guys like that. So you know, it's a different scene in there to begin with because it's you know they got the, in that area they got the Target Center, Target Field, and then a strip of bars. So that that's pretty much where it is after the games. So yeah, I mean we're just we're we're just cooling in there, and we we get approached by these two uh, two two blonde females, and they Why? might. They might. Yes, why they identified as white. They identified. We don't know. <laughs> Can, cannot confirm. Profiled them as white. Yes. Yes. Now they had to be Clement height. I mean, these broads were like two, two, three, maybe even four inches taller than us, and you know we're we're average height. You know, like five, five, ten. So these, these were some up. these were some towering broads. Now we just discussed the the whole black white thing in the dating pool. Is there a stigma there with the with the smaller white man with the taller uh they're not even white just the taller man with shorter man with the taller woman? I would say so. I mean, to me, that's a non-starter. That's something Tim really isn't gonna have to deal with. Being six five, if you find a chick that's taller than you, God bless you, Tim. If you could do that, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I have found girls. That I always attract the ugly girls, and for some reason, I've noticed this. Call me um, profiling here, and but they always tend to be a little bit uglier than the shorter girls and the average. Well, the girls. proportions are off. Yeah, yeah. Look at the white, the, the like the seven footers in the even in the NBA. They're all strange looking human beings. They're you, it's not it's right. not lesbian. Well, it's it's like when you take a picture on the computer and you know you stretch it out to try to stretch, you know, and just the pixels are off, so it just it makes it look weird. Well, I mean, 
all models are tall females, so I yeah. guess they're they're the exception to the rule. They're like the they're not six not, five. Not you can't they're like what six foot, foot six one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm most, talking for me, not not, not not for Tim. But I for, mean, but for the most part, models are with athletes. Are like I and mean, like a lot of athletes are like six three or taller. You know, so like even if you're with a model who's like five ten, who's pretty tall for. But in a reality, if if you're over like five seven five eight, it's kind of hard to. Well, I just feel like it's emasculating yeah. if you're a guy with a chick that's taller than you. Yeah, I'm not attracted to. Uh, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm tall, but even uh, I, I can't imagine being attracted to a girl that you're looking up to. Just for some reason, I guess it's emasculating, like you said. Well, if you got to get on your tippy toes to kiss her, does that mean like you know? It means she's your mom. I mean, that's basically <laughs> well, like she's gonna break out a on? Like, like she, she's basically running the show for you. I mean, you got no hand in that relationship. Oh yeah. Like you got to be a bitch. You you got to be a bitch if you want to get anything done in that relationship. But but yes, yeah, so, so we had that, and then we had a, an encounter later in the night with uh, with a cocktail waitress who had a huge bruise on her arm, and uh, I, I'm assuming was getting beat. And then uh, <laughs> she kind of stopped us, and you know we exchanged Snapchats and all that. And then I'm following her story, and it turns out she has a kid. So uh, I don't know what your stigma is as a 21 year old, 22 year old male, uh, the chick with a kid. Uh, I don't really Who's think. I, I, I think that they're stuffable. <laughs> I, I think that they're stuffable. I don't think that they're part of the dating scene. No. The kid is too much. But but too isn't much. that an issue when you're trying to, like, arrange a hookup? Like, they got to get a babysitter. They got to do it. Like, it's too much. We're yeah, too young for that. Out by that. Yeah. I think I would be a great father, honestly. Oh, we'd, I'd be a wonderful father, but I don't want to be a father right now. And if it's not your kid, then what's the point? That's why, like, I wouldn't be able to oh, invest yeah. myself in a kid that wasn't mine. Yeah. I mean, yesterday I was working at the restaurant. It was Father's Day, so I was wishing like Father's Father's Day. And one of the guys asked me, "Oh, thank you very much. You're not a father, are you?" And I said, "Oh God, I hope not." <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you put the odds? What would you put the percentage on that you actually are a father? I put higher percentages that I'm actually sterile because for the for the amount of times that I have done this, so I don't 0% think that, that you're a father. I don't think my boys swim. That's I, what it is. I mean, I, I, I got wished a happy Father's Day yesterday because because uh, we have remote scouts. So like, I was doing a game with uh, with a guy. I've obviously never met him, but you know, we we call each other before the game to sync up uh, the feeds to see which which one of the broadcasts is faster. So uh, this this guy, uh, we he's just called the coach. You know, he's we don't know his first name. It's just Coach Turner. You know, he's from somewhere out in the. Like where is it, Oklahoma or Texas area? Wherever. Indiana, I Indiana, know, Indiana wherever. I don't know where he is, but irrelevant. He, yeah, so he, you know, it's talking to older gentleman. You know, probably fifties, sixties, whatever. And he's, uh, we're just talking, and then he just all of a sudden wished me a happy Father's Day. I'm like, yeah, same to you, Coach. Said it's a great, great day Better for us. Better take that. Yeah, you got to I, I said it's a great day for us. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that was the first one that I've received in my lifetime, and uh, I'm always gonna remember it. Yeah, so... Uh, Big so, moment in your life. Yeah, so, so fast forward, so, uh, you know, it's time to go, it's like 3 in the morning or whatever, so we say, all right, we got to head back. Uh, so, yeah, so, so we, you know, we figured we'd Uber at home, and oh, I guess it's like peak, because all the bars are closing, so we're like trying to get an Uber, and like every single guy, we're just standing on a street corner, like, wait, you know, you get the location, and none of these guys can fucking find us, they're calling us, they're saying to walk over here, I, I said, look, I'm not walking anywhere. You I don't know pick, the area. Come, uh, yeah, I was like, you know, come pick us up. So eventually we settle for a cab driver. And we negotiate a price down, and uh, you know, like we always do. And uh, so this guy's a Somalian guy, because I see the Somalian English dictionary on his thing. And uh, yes, yeah, so, you know, we're kind of bullshitting with him the whole time on the way back. And uh, you know, 
so so we get to our we get back to our apartment and he's like stopping the uh he's like stopping the like ready for us to get out and uh so I'm like no 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 I said dude go turn around go pull into a spot go park you're gonna come in with us we have a drink or two and like I don't know if he understood or anything like we were kind of uh you know, saying stuff the whole time. Nothing too bad, but uh, we, you know, we were we were acting like we were a little uh, a little homo in us. Like we were uh, we were flirting with oh, him yeah, a little bit. Oh yeah, you guys should have acted like you wanted to bring him back for a nice cocktail. Oh yeah, no, we were gonna give him a, a mean cocktail. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I so I kept referring to him as I said, you know, like as uh, like because uh, DK Steve gave me a surprise FaceTime on the uh, on the ride back, and I kept making uh, Captain Phillips uh, references. I should have said that. Uh, Right and said, Look at me. I am the captain. I am the driver. Though. So that was definitely a missed opportunity, but uh, but yeah, it was a fun night overall. It was uh, the Minnesota guys, scene wasn't bad. You see your personal driver now out in Minnesota. Uh, I did, didn't get the name or the number, but uh, oh, that's a rookie mistake. You got a. You guys had a connection. You had a great chance. Nah, because typically it's cheaper to just do the Uber, anyways. I, it was just unfortunate that we couldn't uh, couldn't get it. it. Probably cost an extra ten bucks, but you know, is what I think, it is. Think uh, Riverhead Town Taxi would have drove you guys back. <laughs> yeah, dude, they were one of the best deals in town. There, there's a stigma attached R- with taking it, but once we uh, once we got into the RTT business, I don't think there's any All looking about back. It. <laughs> I don't think I've heard a better deal. There's, there's. I mean, they took us fifteen dollars from your house to our house, which isn't all that close. That's a fifteen minute drive for three of us. Yeah. So it was five bucks yeah. each. It wasn't bad. So, so yeah, no, that was uh, it's pretty exciting, fun weekend, but uh, certainly. I can't wait to go out in Minnesota the day before our Vegas trip. Yeah, I mean, He's doing that July eleventh, it's happening. If you guys want to come out, I mean, fly in Sunday, and we could fly out early Monday morning if you want. We'll see how the layovers work. Yeah, we'll take a look at that. I mean, we can talk about that more off the air, but get get get, get that done. <laughs> like, you gotta get Mike Hogg on the line. I mean, we're like only a few weeks away from that actually happening. So I know I just yeah, checked. It's, it's, it's approaching fast. Yeah, so. I, looked, I looked at my phone. I was like, "Shit!" Now yeah, the, so. the MLB All Star Game's coming up, and you know, like last year they had the whole stuff with the Royals and the and the voting process there. Like the NHL had the whole John Scott fiasco this year, which turned into just great television, and he obviously yeah. ended up winning the MVP. Are are we for something like that? A nice little voting scheme that uh that gets gets a guy who really doesn't deserve it to be in. I mean, it happens frequently with the superstars, and most guys don't bat an eye. Like if a Kobe or a Jeter or a guy like that is, was voted in just because he's a superstar. How I'm for it as long as the game doesn't mean anything. Like, that, yeah, that's the also fact true. that it does is the ridiculous thing. Don't yeah. get that, but it's the fans' game. They should see who they want to but see. But like, who would be the guy for baseball that's like the equivalent of John Scott? Like, th- there's really aren't many goons. He would have to be like a utility player that's Cologne. like around. Yeah, but yeah, different. He's actually having a good year, and, and he's been an he all star in the yeah. past, and he's won a Cy Young. So, like, I'm talking like Someone's a Ronald Torres type, or like a you know, like somebody who's like a backup. Like, see, I have the a thing guy. With I, that, oh, actually, I know the I know the perfect Merrifield. guy. No, nah, I know the guy. It's uh, David Ross is the guy, the catcher on the. Yeah, David Ross. So a lot of players, I mean, especially in baseball, it's kind of like it's regional. I mean, you fall in love with the people in your area. So it's not like, is there a guy who the league loves that is a bench player? There's, I don't know. Well, because my biggest rationale is you mentioned a good point is that the game has to count. So why? But every team needs to be represented. So you're not getting the the biggest pool, the best pool Who's out there. Who's making it from the Braves? Exactly. I mean, Tehran's, Tehran's having a great year. Alex Smith. Jeff Francourt. I love Malik Smith, but no, I, I think it would be Tehran. He's, he's been throwing lights out this no, year. No, Tehran's But, yeah, I mean, not every team has a deserving all-star. So, I mean, theoretically, yeah. it's already flawed. So why not? Let's get, 
let's get a guy in there, a John Scott type, and let's let's see what he can do. I'm in on it. Yeah. So, well, we'll definitely have some. Uh, we'll, we'll have to think this over and maybe start up a campaign uh, over the next couple podcasts. But uh, but yeah. So uh, so we're now on iTunes, and uh, you know, make sure you uh, subscribe and, and give us a follow, and uh, you know, continue to spread the word. You know, just uh, staying hungry and getting better every time out. So, anybody have yeah, anybody, uh, anybody have any closing words? Right? Uh, no, not really. I, you know, I, I, just... I think I think today was a strong gallop. You know, I think that we're uh, we're we're galloping along like Pharaoh. We haven't quite won the triple crown yet, but we're we're getting there. Like Jon Snow going for Rickon out in the middle of the field. Sorry, hey, Game of Thrones. Spoiler alert! What the hell is uh, that? Sorry, Game of Thrones. If you haven't seen it, you've seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen best it. Best episode since the Red Wedding. I don't know if I agree with that. Whatever. Yeah, I've never seen the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep following Twitter. All right, yeah, so uh, give us a follow. Uh, fight the good fight. About- episode four in the books. God bless and God bless. good night. Good night.